All right. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773. So, and James will let me know as soon as the calls come in. Also, you can go to our chat line um, on our YouTube channel for your questions and comments, all right? And good morning, everybody here again. Morning. Hi, y'all. Amazing. So, um, it's something I want to say real fast, and then I'll take calls. Um, I mean, take calls. I'll talk to you. These are amazing times. They really, really are. I'm, like, totally loving these times. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and it's these times that Christians should not be afraid. Don't be freaking out. Don't worry. And while everybody else is freaking out and moving away and all afraid, you stay calm. And so you could go and buy up all the land. You could take over the government, run for office and take over the government and uh, make some good rules and everything. And then when they come back, you'll own everything. So because everything is cheap right now, people are like giving it away. So it's these times that are perfect for Christians. So do not freak out. All right? Stay calm so you can, uh, we can take over California again and the country, but especially California. That makes sense? Why they'll move and tell them bye and offer them some money for a little house. I'm telling you, it'd be amazing. So don't be afraid. Be in it, but not, I mean, of it, but not in it. Be in it, but not of it. Be of the world, but not, be in the world, but not of it, some kind of way. (laughs) Another thing I find so interesting is that, and and you can disagree with me if you want, uh, the people are outright lying to you. They're like lying. Everybody like, just, they lie on the news and all these reports. A lot of the preachers are lying when they say that, uh, when they come up with an, a thing like Black Lives Matter, right? That's all a lie. And then everybody say it because it seemed to have meaning to it. But it's like a they seduce you to say it. Black lives don't matter. But it's a nice little saying. How do you disagree with Black Lives Matter, right? But it don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just a saying. Because black people are killing each other like not going north. Chicago and places like that, the parents, the mothers, and the fathers are like, help, 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 but they don't care. Nobody show up. Little kids are being shot and killed. Nobody shows up. So black lives don't matter. It's just a catchy phrase. And then this thing about, but you hear, you hear it everywhere. Even the Christians are saying it. Black lives matter. I'm like, no, it doesn't. And so as children of God, we should not go along with the world. There's a way to seduce you if you're not aware of what's going on. All right? Another thing they're saying, police brutality and white privilege and all that. White people don't have any privilege. They don't have privilege. They just work hard. They, you know, they help out in the same way that any race would do if they work hard, they earn something. If you have extra, you've got to help somebody. It used to be that way when I was growing up. It wasn't like we thought of someone with privilege. We worked hard. We saved our money. We bought land. We did. And we helped out in a time of need. 
It's not about privilege, but everybody talking about it as though it's true. And then there was this woman by the name of, what's the woman name in Kentucky that was killed in the house with the drug addict? Taylor? Yes, Taylor. Oh, Brianna. They were like, remember, say her name. Remember her name. I'm like, well, what? She dead. They want you to say, and this woman in a in a house with either drug addicts or drug dealer, her boyfriend before that was one, according to the report. And I'm sure her pair had been telling her, you better stay away from there. You're going to get killed one day. You're going to get in trouble. She didn't listen. And instead of dealing with that, they're trying to make her seem like a hero. It's crazy. But as children of God, you have to be careful not to go along with it. You're the soil of the earth and the uh, light of the world. We have to bring light into the world. And if they get mad about it, it's on them. But be, be aware of all those things, all right? So, um, so I need help. I've been helping for 30 years. Now I need your help. All right? And this question came to me. And so I'm like, wow, I'm going to ask them to help me. I've known it, and I wrote it down. I even wrote, I need help. <laughs> I even wrote, I've been helping you all for 30 years. Isn't that crazy? I'm black and real slow. So here's what I need to know. I heard on the news that there is something called an opportunity zone for black people, that the president has an opportunity zone. And I heard this black guy on TV talking about it. He was like really pushing it. And so I thought to myself, what is an opportunity zone for blacks? And who is in charge of this zone? Have you ever heard of that, opportunity zone? So you don't know what it is, huh? Have no Anybody heard of this? Oh, you heard of it. Let me ask Ermis first, he's black. You heard of it, Ermis? Yes. I mean, an opportunity zone for black people. What is that? And who's in charge of it? It's basically where they carve out an area in the inner city and basically remove the tax burdens and all the, you know, a lot of the regulations and red tape that would prevent new businesses from starting. So to make it easier for them, to make it easier to get loans, uh, cut back on regulations, primarily to stimulate small business growth and stimulate the economy within that oh, area. Oh, and they put a lot of money in that, in that zone? They put money towards... First thing they do is remove a lot of the uh, regulations and red tape. Right. The tax burdens. And I'm sure they probably put money. They put a lot, because I like a lot of money going into Invest money into it as well. What? They invest money into helping to build up that area. And where is this zone? I'm I'm moving right out the church. I don't know know where it is, but it's a lot. They're in the inner cities. No taxes, no regulations, and money? Where is it? Some of the inner cities. Where? in some of the inner cities. Do they have it in California? I'm sure they do, yeah. We need to find out where. Go on Google. Probably in South Central. Amazing. Um, Is it South Central? I think. I don't know, but that's good. Don't you live over there? You haven't seen it? Oh, it may be just for blacks. It's not for you. (laughs) Well, it's for black and brown, I think. I don't know. I don't think it's for the brown. Oh, man. Yeah. I thought it was black and brown. Only when... It's for destruction. Oh, yeah. Then the brown going in. And so, have, um, 
Let me ask the young man in the white T-shirt there. You heard of this before? Opportunity Zone? Just a little bit. And what do you think about it? Did you know, you know what it is too, right? Yeah, I, I don't have a lot of thoughts on it. Anything that reduces, you know, tax and regulations is probably going to be good. Right. That's about all I know. And are you in support of Opportunity Zone? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's you don't know some, much about it? I don't know that much about it. And, it's, you know, there's a possibility that it, that it doesn't make sense. I'll just say that. Yeah, especially come from the government. Yeah. <laughs> well, Irma said it's a location where black people live, and they cut out the taxes, restrictions, and pour a lot of money in there so you can start a business. The pouring money part that starts to be questionable. Having you know the government control money has never yeah. produced much of any. Fruit. Who support this idea? You do? Are you just joking? Yeah. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> you support it? Well, I, I support. I support part of it. Um, what part do you support? The first idea- of all, who's in charge of the money? Well, the the problem is that it is the government. Um, but the part I do support is the part that they're um, taking off a lot of the restrictions um, to try to um, foster more businesses to move back into the inner city to make it easier for small businesses to start up. Right. So that's what they're offering is opportunities for small businesses to start up. And it's and what I've noticed is not really for just blacks, but it's for any um, business that wants to be in the inner city. Black and brown. Black and brown, probably the, the biggest controversy is that a lot of the larger businesses are taking advantage of it to move into the into the um, inner city, and so that's where it becomes questionable. Why do you support it? Um, I support the part, again, that they're taking off restrictions. Why? Why? Because I don't think that government should restrict a person from trying to do business. No, oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Um Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what the definition Oh, hold on. Hold on a minute. I was going to say, yes. the def, that it is, that's exactly what the definition is, basically to allow certain investments in lower uh, income areas to get tax advantages. But who's in charge of the money? Probably some government bureau. Is that black man that was on my show, that preacher man, is Who? he in charge of it? Who? The, Trump's friend. Oh, so is Tim in charge of the money? No. He's not? No, it's, it's local. It's, it's federal, and then it basically trickles down. It does what? It's a federal program, and then it trickles down to the local agencies that work it, with the so taxes and businesses. it trickles down from who? What's that? It's taxpayer money, basically. And, and but who is it trickling down through? I don't know. We need to know that. Don't we need to know? Nobody can. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so you like this idea, though, about make restrictions and things like that? I mean, I think the problem is that these programs are ripe for fraud and scams and all that, but I think the idea of removing tax burdens to allow people to start businesses. I'm just talking about the Opportunity Zone place. On the face of it, yeah. I think okay, you like the idea? It could be, you know. Fraud and scam if right. you get the wrong people involved. But overall, involved. yeah, I like the idea. Oh, okay. Um, and you like the idea too, right? Yes. Okay. Who don't like the idea? Yeah, they have a, oh. Right. You want opportunities for everyone, huh? Why not? Okay. James, you say you like the idea? 
You don't like the idea? No, you white. White privilege. <laughs> we try to get a little privilege, and the white man don't like it. <laughs> it reminds me of colleges. Colleges have these free speech zones, and then they have safe spaces. But it's supposed to be the land of opportunity and the land of free speech. They shouldn't be having these taxes and regulations in the first place. But how about and plus, it's by Tim Scott, who's a who's a guy that I don't trust. Oh, so amazing. But I, I mean, I I think that the president has like want, has the best interests at heart, but he's working with people who are not right. Oh, okay. Did I hear somebody? <laughs> what? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Doug, are you for this or against it? I'd be against it. Why? I mean, the fact that they're taking away restrictions and taxes and all that, that's that, and like that should be for me. And they want to bring back businesses. So they want the blacks to have a chance to open up businesses in their area. I'd be against it because, as somebody said, how come that can't be for everybody? Just because I live in a certain place doesn't mean I'm a rich person. I should be able to have some of that burden taken off me too, right? Not if you don't have privilege. <laughs> Black and well, brown. That's, that's why I'm against it. Oh, okay. I think it's a bad idea. It's a horrible idea because let's say you, uh, you cut out the taxes, you take away the restrictions, and then you give money. How about the character of the people? If you don't have character, you're not going to do it right. Because if black people, not all, not all, not all, if they were men and women of character, they would already have businesses in those areas. They would already be there. They've already rebuilt those areas over and over again. All they do is have another riot and destroy them. And then there are a lot of black people who want to start businesses in those areas, and they are afraid to of the gang members, they're afraid to be robbed, and then when the blacks go into your store, they cuss you out. If you don't act the way they want you to act, you have to move right away. It's the character that needs to be built. Taking away restrictions stuff is not going to help. That's a horrible idea. Tim Scott needs to be fired. <laughs> it's the character. You've got to build the character of the person. And then no matter where you are, you can make it work. But if you don't have that, you can't make it work. Somebody need to tell Tim Scott, if he's behind us, right? So am I wrong by that? Anybody disagree? Oh, good. Okay. Who do you disagree? Why? I mean, I agree with you as far as the character, the fact that if people had the character, they would already be building. But I think part of the uh, intent of the program is to bring people back into the community to entice them to come back and invest in those areas. But they've done that over and over again. Well, I don't know about that. Remember they had all these black banks in South Central L.A.? It's not like you already the, had your black mind made up. Borrowed this is, the money this is set up. And they didn't pay it back, and the banks went out of business. <laughs> They're like, what the? I, there's a bank on, on, on Dr. King, on uh, Santa Barbara. It, it's called Dr. King, I think. It's a black bank that was there. And there's another one that's on Crenshaw. They all gone because the people didn't pay the money back. I rest my case. <laughs> now what you gotta say? I think you already had you already rested your case. I feel like it was a setup. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, because they don't pay what do you think about that though? They don't pay it back. 
Remember Maxine Waters, all her husband on the board and all that? Yeah. That, that's the danger is that there's so many corrupt people involved, the black Democrats, that it definitely could be uh, But black need to take control of their own life, do it the right way, and the community would be nice. True. So, so you what, do you, what do you propose? Let them suffer and die. Either you suffer and cry out to God and overcome, or you die. So the but gov- if they keep doing the same thing over and giving themselves, they're not going to get better. You get better when you take a look at yourself and you start to overcome. You don't get better when people are nice to you. That makes sense? That's why I don't let family members come to my house more than two weeks. How long are you going to stay? You can't use my phone. <laughs> you can make one phone call, call mama, let her know you made it, and that's it. And you can't eat up all my food in the refrigerator. Because while you're at work, they're at home eating up everything out of the refrigerator. <laughs> Drinking all the Kool-Aid and everything. But because people, it's something about that nature. If you don't develop that nature, it becomes very dangerous. It doesn't want to do anything. Look at these white guys, Antifa and all them. They've been spoiled. They've been told that they can live in mama's basement for the rest of their lives. And they have money. Look how destructive they are. They are burning. and I mean, it's awful. You got to build the character. It's like if you have children and you don't build their character, they, they, they become a burden for the rest of your life. They want money. If they do move out, they still calling you to pay the rent. I need this and I need that. And, and again, I mean, it just become a, it's the character that's already in us that needs to be built. So should the government do anything to try and salvage some of these cities, or should we just give up on the cities and let them? Yeah, they should. They should have a smaller government, lock up the criminals, and protect the innocent. That's all we need them to do. And the rest of the stuff, get out of the way. We need a small, little old government. We don't need a big, we can govern ourselves. I agree with that. What? I agree with that. Oh, I thought so. <laughs> no. Any questions about it? Yes, sir. Well, I was just looking it up, and um, what, it, what it is is not money from the government. It's actually the government uh, incentivizing companies to come back into the inner city, and for doing so, they, the money that they make off of doing their investments, the, the government will not take more of it away. They're like, as long as you're investing in these areas that are high risk, we will make it easier for you from a government standpoint of view. We'll stand back from you. That's what, so they're and not that's, putting money into they're it. They're not putting money into it. They're okay. taking re- regulations off of it and saying, come back, try it. If it works for you, great. You made some money, great. We won't take it from you for making money in this area of the, oh, of okay. the city. Amazing. And so in the meantime, they're destroying the police department, right? And so when you set your business up over there and they go rob you, who you going to call, a nurse? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, that's, that's a totally different yeah, problem, yeah. And, and that is something that uh, definitely need to look at because there's no way that can defund the police because in places that they have, crime has escalated and people are dying left yeah. and right. And even the city councils are starting to go back to the police department saying, hey, why aren't you going to these areas? Like, 
we have no money. You take it from us. Yeah. So what are we supposed to do? It's a mess. Yes, Cheryl. I, I wish they would, when they bring the manufacturing back from China, which I hope that he does, I wish they build the factories more like in the, like, in the community so that people have jobs to go to. And yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, just they need jobs. I think if... Like they used to do. Like they used to, like, they need to have the training in the schools. Like I worked for one of the utilities, and it would be great if they, if we went out to the high schools and trained the guys, and then when they get out of high school, at least they have some, they could get ahead, and we could just hire... You know, like we'd have a, a like a pipeline of workers, you know, and yes. and they would have. They used to train kids how to do things in school, and Trade I think they need to. And stuff like that too. Yeah, they. I remember yeah. when I was in high school, they had these classes for boys so we could learn how to build stuff, fix stuff, and then for the women they had homemaking classes. That way you get a good wife. <laughs> I couldn't wait to marry one of the women. Oh, like she know how to cook and sew and iron. That's going to be my wife. <laughs> yes. Remember those days? Yeah, they would, they would have like auto shop, woodwork. Yeah. They could do all kinds of stuff in school. Teach them not everybody has to go to college. That's right. And Absolutely. they also need to have money classes in high school also. Well, Teach some of this people. stuff need to come from the parents. That's true, but. That's, the parents need to be that example. That's true. It really starts in the home first. That is true. We can't rely on the schools and other places to do that. It should start in the home, and then things will be fine. Yes, Raymond. Jesse, the area you describe, uh, you talk about when they had those uh, had those black banks of San Bar uh, Crenshaw, San Barbara area. Well, you, uh, it, you know, there's a re uh, I believe. That for every, this is the reason why there are a lot of Oriental and foreigner, foreign companies, that, uh, foreigners that have their businesses there. They know how to know what it takes to control their families and their money. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. I say the? that there are a lot, a lot of Oriental businesses the there. That, they named the Black Bank Homeboy Bank. <laughs> No, I'm playing. Thank you, Raymond. Whatever you said. I thought I spoke bad. No, I'm playing, Raymond. Um, uh, Derek, why you be arguing with those people on the line like that? That's your church? <laughs> Derek be like fighting with everybody online. They start with me. I'm sorry? Make a point. But you be making right points. I have to make right points. Oh, if you lie, they wouldn't do. They wouldn't respond. Probably not, because it'll be the same thing they're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, look at Derek, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> okay, yes, James. And then I have anybody. And then we take the call. Let's take the call first. Okay. We're gonna end on time today, so whatever your problems are, you better be trying to get them out now. All right. Don't wait until the last minute. Uh, Ron in Rhode Island is having trouble connecting with his father. Ron he, uh, in Rhode Island. Hey, Ron. Hey, welcome Jesse, to church. I've been a long-time listener. Uh, the show has changed my life a lot. Right on. 
Uh, I'm call, um, you did a cameo for me back in June. I called, uh, called once to thank you about that. Right on. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to forgive my father and get over the fact he wasn't always there for me in my life. Um, he seemed to always put his girlfriends and wives first and their kids. He was a wounded Vietnam vet, wounded twice in action. Yeah, I found pictures. He, he killed people in war. And uh, my opinion of him has always been a little twisted. Yeah. He would leave me at, like, strangers' houses, and I was always around, like, shady Italian mobsters and bikers, and I just never knew Are you Italian? Or what his life was about. Did he say he was Italian? Oh, he, yeah, he, my, my family is Italian and Sicilian, oh. like Italian mobsters. <laughs> Amazing. I wonder why a white man around uh, mobsters. <laughs> That's an Italian thing. And, uh, and so, oh, yeah. how old are you, Ron? I mean, uh, what's your name? Ron, Ron how yep. old are you now? It's me, yep. I'm 36. Do you have a right to resent your father? Uh... Uh, I think so. I'm sorry? I think so. You I think, think so? I do. Why? Who gave you the right to resent your father? Um, um, uh, I, guess, you know, I guess I really don't have the right to resent anybody. Because if, have you done things in your life you wish you had not done? Absolutely. And then you'll say, I never do that again, and sometimes you may repeat it? Absolutely. Do... Would you want someone to hate you for something you have no control over? No. Well, then likewise, you're not, you're not allowed to hate your father. Just forgive your father. He couldn't help himself. Then you would be fine. Wow. That makes so much sense. Yeah. He couldn't help himself. We don't have a right to resent one another at all, no matter what we do. Wow. That's true. Yeah, he and he died in uh, 2016. He I was dead? drinking heavy at the time. I was being a you hate a dead man. Beta. <laughs> Forgive me, Brian. You don't have a right to hate. The one thing we can't do as human beings, we cannot hate. That's true. We can disagree and all that, but don't hate. All right. Just realize, just like you can't help yourself, your father cannot help himself. Wow. Yeah, I, I get that. All right, and do this, Are you doing the silent prayer? I do, every day. Okay, every stay day. with that, all right? Oh, it works. Okay. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. See you again. All right. Amazing. Any questions? Yes, sure. Okay. You know, I, um, when you, I, I agree that Jesus is not God. Right. But can you call him Lord? Yeah, if okay. you want to. Okay, just add, because I, you can call I always him bro. say like, <laughs> I always say brother, like, <laughs> all that stuff. He's Lord your brother, God, and then Lord and Savior. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just because it's kind of like, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah. On that. Yeah. Go ahead. On that topic, yeah, this came up a few weeks ago. Uh, we had a good discussion, and um, I'm I'm just curious why you would make the point that you feel that Jesus is not God. I, I understand the scripture describes uh, him as the son of God, and I think we would all agree on that. But the scripture, to Cheryl's point, also describes him as Lord. He calls himself Lord, and he tells other people to call him Lord, and he equates himself with God. 
and Paul equates him with God. How so did what, he equate himself as God? He says he has all the authority. Given under, to him by God. Under, under heaven. But he didn't earth. equate himself as God. He got the authority from the Father. Right. I'm saying, why, why, what, what, by making a distinction, perhaps, that you feel Jesus is not on the level of God. Right. Why would, why would that be important? What, what understanding should we therefore have about oh, Jesus that maybe people falsely have an understanding about Jesus or about his authority that we shouldn't Because have? we live by faith. Whatever we believe, believes in us, and it controls us. And so you have to be careful what you believe. Everybody lives by a belief in something. And so if you believe in the wrong thing, you will suffer for it. And that's why in the Bible, I believe, it says only have faith in God. And so if you believe Jesus is God, and that's going to prevent you from believing in God. You see Jesus as God. And, and Jesus made it clear when he was doing miracles and things. And the people were like, wow, you're pretty cool. How did you do that? And he's like, hey, don't worship me. It's not me. It's the Father that's in me. And greater work shall you do. Because the Father sent, that sent him to do it lives in us as well. But if you believe Jesus is God, you're going to make him your God, and that'll be it. It won't be true. And you won't be what born won't be again what won't of be God. True. What won't be true if you believe that Jesus your is God? Your faith would not be in God. It would be in Jesus. But Jesus tells us to have faith in him. No. If you believe what he said, through you know, like, uh, sometimes I hear people say, Oh, I heard you say, go and forgive your mother. And it made sense to me. And they were able to see it because they heard it from me. And it made sense. Something inside of them said, hey, that's true. And they believed it. So they believed what I said, but they didn't believe in me. They believed the words that I said because it was revealed to them from within. So you feel the scripture does not tell us to have faith in Christ. Right. It doesn't. It tells us to have faith in God, but nowhere in the Bible where it says have faith in Jesus. Now, the people that go to church will scream that, they will shout that, and the preacher would be like, have faith in Jesus, right? But the faith is in the Father. And you really have to be careful. There are a lot of people who believe in the Bible, and they don't get any further than the Bible. Nothing changed in their lives. They don't have peace. The kids are all screwed up. They hoop and holler, but they still don't have peace because they believe in the Bible and not in God. So their lives don't change. And then they say, well, no one is perfect. Everybody sin because they believe in the wrong thing. But once you believe in God, everything changes. You become his son or daughter. But if you don't believe in him, your life is not going to change. And what about the idea of, of becoming like Jesus? Like Jesus, mm -hmm. you will you, you will become, he become your brother, uh -huh. and you will become like him. You love all people, you'll be honest, you won't judge, you won't have fear, you won't have doubt, worry, no such thing as suicidal thoughts and depression and all that. You would be like your brother. So do you feel Jesus is a model for us? Absolutely. He's a model he was, for us? He was more than that, too. He was a way to get back to the Father. Because when you believe the Son, you believe the Father. And that's why men on earth are all sons of God. 
They just have fallen away from him. And but when you love your earthly father, you can't help but love God because the earthly father represent God. Even if he obeyed a God, obeyed a son, he still represent God. And so I tell women, don't hate your husband if he's obeyed a husband. Don't hate him. Be honest with him because if they hate the husband, they're never going to get to God. Men represent God. That's why, because men have been turned away from their earthly fathers, it turned them away from God and the world going to hell in a handbasket because there's no light in the earth. There's no salt. But when men wake up, that would change just like that. So you feel we should model ourselves after Jesus, but we should not have faith in him. In that we should believe in the Father, not in him. Believe in the Father, but don't believe in him? Yeah, but when you hear his words, when you, however, I don't know how you hear it, read about him or whatever, whatever he said, don't, don't doubt it or believe it. Let it go in one ear and out the other one, and the Holy Spirit within you will wake you up to it if you're a seeker, and that would take you back to the Father. He came to bring a message. He came to sacrifice so we can get back to the Father. Sure. But if he were God, why would he sacrifice so we could get back to God? If he were God, why would he, he would have just gone bring to the us cross? back, right? Sorry? He would, he would just come and take us. But Jesus made a sacrifice. The Father sent the Son that he may make the sacrifice and buy us back from hell. Otherwise, right. we had no way out. Agreed. I'm sorry, you asked me a question. I wasn't clear what the question was. I forgot the question. Okay. And so, do you believe why, why Jesus is God? Yeah, well, I mean, he calls himself Lord, and it's the same word in Scripture that and God so uses. so, Lord mean God? It does in, in all the versions of the Bible that I've read. It's the same word. Where in the Bible does Jesus call himself Lord? I'm not saying it's not there. I just don't remember reading it. And John. And what does it washed, say? He's washing the disciples' feet. I think everybody's read that passage. And at the end of that, uh, he says, you call me teacher and you call me Lord. It's true. I am your Lord and your teacher. He says that. And that's the same word Lord that's used throughout and all so, of Scripture. And so the word Lord means God? It's the same word that's used throughout Scripture for God also. What I'm asking you, does the word Lord mean? I'm just asking does the word Lord mean God? Well, I don't know. Again, that's what I started off by saying, splitting the hairs over that issue. But what if, is, if you think that the, Lord, the word Lord made you think that he was God, that's an important thing. So I'm asking you, does the word Lord, anybody know? We got a lot of intellectuals up here. When it's capitalized in the scripture. Okay. Uh, uh, give the mic to the young lady. Does the word Lord mean God? I think so. And so, uh, do you believe Jesus was God too? I do. You do? And why? I believe Jesus was God because of different things in the scriptures. And I've heard on your show before where you said this, so it bothered me. So, Because I, I like what you say and I like right. how you talk. So I'm like, okay, i got to go figure this one out because you didn't mess with my head now. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's true, you know, because I love Jesus. I love God. I love the Holy Spirit. And God said, I am in him and the Father is in me. Um, um um, and then I've always been taught that God is, Jesus is God through men, like in the flesh. You know, God, that's how, that's, Jesus came. Jesus came down to the earth to help us, the fallen man, the simple man, to, as, a, as, a, as a perfect sacrifice. And it's God in the flesh. And then when he ascended, 
when he died on the cross three days and then he ascended in heaven, the Holy Spirit came down as a gift to us. So I've been always taught in the three, in the three and one. Right. You understand? So yeah. th- that's big for me, and I'm 44, so that's big for me because that's something I've been holding on to. And also the name of Jesus. You know, there's no other authority given under heaven and earth but by the name of Jesus. So he's got to be important. He's got to he be. He is. He's very important. You know. That's he, for sure. Right. And he's, he's, he's Mama Mia important. Right. 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 So, so that's why I need to wrap my head around it because, like, I've been raised in a certain way. Yeah. Also, the people that taught me weren't the greatest people. You that's know what right. I mean? Yeah. So... I have to figure this thing out yeah. because for the sake of them and me, we got to make it. You know, we got to make it in. Kids? These are my kids. Amazing. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know that too. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we just got to make it, you know yeah. what I mean, by any cost. And, um, you know, that bothers me because I'm, I don't understand what you're saying. I, I believe Jesus is God. I do. And and you believe it because someone told you that? I believe it because somebody told me that. I believe it Isn't because it I read it in the Word. Isn't it better to believe it because you can see it for yourself? Well, that's who I call on. Every time I call on Jesus, I'm saved. Um, when I go through something and I call on the name of Jesus, it, it is well with my soul. Like, I know these are cliches, but they work for me. You know right. what I mean? And it's a beneficial. It's been beneficial to my life. I made it out of things because of Jesus. And I know I, I love the Father. I love God. God comes first in my life, and that's why I love Jesus so much because He sent God sent Jesus, and he, and I'm supposed to honor Jesus. So when you say Jesus isn't God, but the even Lord, Jesus said, "Don't don't do that." I thought it's that was me. with the angels, though. No, He said the people I, worshiping Him because He was doing great things, and. They were like, yes. But they called him teacher. They called him Messiah. I know, but Messiah. if Jesus had wanted you to treat him that way, why would he tell the people, don't treat me this but way? But where did he tell them? He said, greater work shall you do. Because the father, the same father that sent him, is in will him. work in us. Right. Right. So then the Holy Spirit. What, is he just okay to He the brother too? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I just want to know. <laughs> James and I was talking this morning, speaking of brothers. Mm-hmm. James is that white boy over there. With all the privilege, <laughs> um, I think the black people might be the Jews. I'm, I believe you. I agree with you totally. Oh, you do? Yes. Why you agree? I agree because if you read the word, if you look at. Oh, yes. We can turn the mic for me. So if you look at the word, if you read the word, if you get the clues um, of the word, it's a book. It's teaching you things. It's showing you things. Um I've listened to different preachers. I've listened to different brothers. Um, you know, um, it's hard. A man is over you, but it's hard for a man to be over you when you don't have a man as a black woman in this world. So it's God is over me. Woman. What'd you say? It's hard on the black it's woman. It's hard America. on the black woman. Like, <laughs> it's hard. We get a bad rap out here sometimes. Um, so. <laughs> Even with a millions of dollars, it's hard. It's Even hard. Oprah, it's hard. Like Believe over it. you, told it's, Hoppo to beat me. No, we ain't over. We don't want over. No, no, no. No, no, no. So let James tell you why. Hold on to your mic. Uh, Let let James tell you why we believe that blacks may be the Jews. They've been saying it for a long time. I think it clicked this morning. Why do we believe that blacks might be the Jews? Because when God 
when God talked to Cain and Abel, uh, well, Cain had just killed Abel, and God asked Cain, where is your brother? And Cain said, I don't know, am I my brother's keeper? And he had just killed Abel. And then also we are told that the Jews killed Jesus, and the blacks are killing their brothers a lot. And so because the blacks are killing everybody, we're like, wow, they may be the Jews. <laughs> no, I knew you were going and, yeah. <laughs> and I believe, I believe like with the Jews, they don't believe a Messiah has come yet. Like when Some they know, do, most don't, I don't think. but when they know they Messiah, if they was really his people, like when they know he came, like what they waiting for? Like, well, the blacks don't know it if they the Jews. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. So here we go with that. So. Yeah. So let me ask, uh, putting on Joseph's side, you have perfect peace. You have perfect peace. You have no anger. Okay, so we're working on that. Yes, I'm better today. <laughs> I'm better today. I'm better today than I was yesterday. Right. And if God let me see tomorrow, I'll be better tomorrow right. than today. And so some days are better than others. Um, every day is better than the day yesterday because I'm, I'm working on perfect. I mean, I'm not working. I can't work on it. But... Um, I'm doing what God is telling me to do, and I'm I'm doing I'm I'm taking the steps to have perfect peace. I don't have sin in my life. Um, do you Do you have perfect peace? I have perfect peace. Yes. Do you have anger? Yes, I got anger sometimes. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what good has it done you to believe that Jesus is God? It's done me great good. It got me where I'm at today. Where are you? I'm in perfect peace, no, working on yesterday. Have, not if you have anger, you don't I, have But I really peace. don't have anger, I don't think. I just think I'm saying it, to be honest, because probably I was, I don't think I was angry yesterday. Maybe two or three days ago, I was, <laughs> I was angry. I mean, and it was like 10 minutes, but I'm, you know. <laughs> two minutes? <laughs> about 10 minutes. Let me but, count down my anger. Right, 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 right. But it's like, you're well, not supposed to, like, if I feel me it. being angry, I'm like, you know, catch yourself, and then we good, you so know. So when you. I'm mad at the kids. You count down. I'm gonna go off for ten minutes here. No, no, that doesn't happen. Do what your happened? mother have? Do your mother have anger? Uh, I wouldn't say anger. I just think like, you know, as a mother, she just has like nerves and she can snap sometimes. That's like, anger. No, like snap. You know, but like, I think of anger. I think of anger as like just like hatred in your heart. And I don't it think is. she has anger is hatred. Yeah, and I don't think she has hatred in her heart. If she, she has anger, she has hatred. I don't think she has because anger. the real word for anger is hatred. Yeah. It's just that down through the years, they've changed the word yeah. to yeah. to yeah. sound better or yeah. softer. Yeah. Uh, do your mother have anger? I don't really think she has anger. What does What does she have? She, well, as a mom or as a parent, you have to be stern with your kid. If God said, if you don't punish your children, you hate them. So, but I think she's stern with her, but I don't think she has so anger. So when she's yelling at you, it feel like love? Yeah, it's love. So when she's yelling at you, it feel like love? <laughs> no, if, uh, let me say it. <laughs> let me say it. <laughs> no, let me say it. Let me say it. Well, I feel like if she sees me doing wrong or something, yeah. she'll like snap me out of it real quick. Like, don't do that because you'll go downhill with that. So I feel like she shows love when she disciplines us. I don't think she should, you know, like, you know how like, if you ever had like a little little toddler or something and they 
they get into the trash or they take off their diaper or something and you like yell a little like stop it or something you know I don't think you hate your child I just think you're like the heat of the moment you know you're just like stop so I feel like that's what she does oh and does that feel good when she's yelling at you like that it doesn't happen. No. Who wants to get yelled by their parents? I don't yell. Why didn't you get them? You don't <laughs> yell, but. <laughs> you, know, you don't yell, but you, you know. I snap. Well, you snap. She snapped. Yeah. Does that snapping feel good? No. It doesn't because there's no love in it. But it, it, it teaches us not to do it again. Because no, it scares snap. you yeah. and it makes you worse. Yeah. Well, no, I am not worse from it. But I know not to do it again. <laughs> okay. I may be a little traumatized. What would happen if you, if you told your mother the truth about herself? What, um, what do you think would happen? Be honest. No, I'm going to be honest. She actually tells us, me and my brother, to tell her the truth. Like, if she sees, because we're so, we try to live lives, of, you know, that God wants us to live. That yeah. if she sees, if she's, she tells us if we see her sinning or if we see her doing something. And it's the same way that tell her right then and there. Do you tell honest. her? Yeah, well, I'm working on it. Because I'm so, like, I know it's more, like, it's, you love someone when you tell them the truth. Right. But... With me, I don't know. I just feel I, I'm working on it, but I just I, I care so much what people think uh-huh. about me telling the truth that I kind of hold back from it. But I'm working on it. Yeah, you want to overcome that? Yes. You got to forgive your mother. Yeah. Because you're not yourself. You're becoming like her, and you forgive her. Be honest with her, and if she start yelling and snapping, just look at her like she's crazy. <laughs> like wow. That's an angry mama. And I'll start praying. <laughs> but she do that. I'll but start don't praying. be angry at her. She yeah. can't help it. Yeah. Then you will overcome her, and you will no longer be afraid to be honest with anyone. Yeah. Because you will true. operate from pure love. That's true, yes. But you got to overcome your mother. you got to be honest with her yeah. and forgive her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. How old are you? I'm 18. Yeah. you got to forgive her. And so do you. Because mm-hmm. especially being a boy... You're going to end up dating or marrying a woman just like your mama, and you're going to become the boy, and the woman going to be to your mama, and they're going to hate you. So you need to speak up to your mother, all right? What do you think will happen if you told your mother the honest truth about how you think she is? I think she would work on herself, and I think... Well, so why don't you tell her the truth? Well, like she said, we're working on it. How do you work on it? <laughs> it ain't something you work on, it's something you do. Well, I don't really understand, but if we tell her the truth, she'll definitely work on herself, and she'll try to become better. Would she being honest with your mother? Hmm? When she's angry or worried or overreacting, just say, hey, you call her mom or mama? I call her mom. Say, hey, mom, calm down. You're overreacting. Be honest with her. That's what love is. And it sounds like she wants what's right, so you're fortunate in that you have a chance to deal with her because it doesn't sound like she doesn't want what's right. If you had a mother that didn't want what was right, you would catch pure hell. You have to go live with your daddy. <laughs> Where's your daddy? Uh, in California City right now. What? In a different city. Different city. Oh, you hang out with him sometimes? Uh, well, we did. We... Oh, hold on. One minute. Just hold that thought, though. Okay. I'm a, I'm a country. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you hang out with your father? We did live with him. Then we moved here and lived with our mom now. Oh, your mother brought you out from where he is to here? Yeah. Oh, and why did she do that? Uh, Really, because we had to go live with our dad, 
and it was really like complicated in between them then between them yeah your then, father mother yeah then right. she brought us in but why did her. she bring you guys why did she just come and leave you with your father well because we kind of had a bad time over at our father's so she how old are you 13 you miss your father kind of yeah have you told him that um, I haven't really been in contact with him with a couple of days, but I'm working on that. Boy, why are you working on that? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I recommend you call your father and let him know you miss him and that you would like to see him, you'd like to be around him. Because you, if ever you need, both of you guys, if ever you needed your father, father is now. And whatever happened with your father and your mother had nothing to do with you guys, nothing at all, all right? And so I don't know what all the details are, and that's fine with me, but she should not have taken you away from your father. Yeah. I'm trying to let you finish with him, but I didn't take him away from the father. The COVID broke out. They, we was, I got him for the visitations. What's the COVID? The Chinese uh, oh. flu. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I know. You're and so they were. <laughs> so they were down for the spring break. The father worked out of state. Mm-hmm. And so they just never went back when the COVID broke out. They ended up staying out here with me. Oh, y'all put a mask on your face and go back home. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. Once we left, um, who my dad's with right now, like, they packed all our stuff. So it just shows. They show that they didn't want us there. So, But have you talked to your dad about it? Uh, Yeah, I've constantly talked to my dad. The reason, um, well, I was planning to move out when I was 18, just because of the living there, um, it seemed like he chose his girlfriend over us. And, yeah, um, that's why you're not supposed to bring another person between yeah, you and Yeah, exactly. So when we address it to him, he kind of, he's like the type, like, my children, you don't have an opinion. Don't talk. Yeah, that's horrible. So, yeah, so that's Well, why. give him for that. He's wrong. Yeah, yeah. All right, don't resent him. It's totally wrong. Yeah. But don't resent him so you don't end up doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. All right? Yes. But let him know how the impact is having on you be honest because he might not realize the impact is having on you so let him know it hurt you you need him mm-hmm. you want him yes. and then if he rejects it forgive him but at least have a talk with him about it yeah. don't don't just keep it to yourself a lot of kids don't talk to their fathers about how they feel or their mothers mm-hmm. you guys need to start opening it up and being honest and let them know all right okay. but don't resent how old are you 18 you dating? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm, you, I'm waiting for Jesus to there bring you go. me a husband. Wait on the Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Lord will send you a husband. Yeah. And so are you working? Well, that's the thing. I've been applying everywhere. I haven't had work experience, but I've been applying everywhere. And I don't know what, like, no one's been hitting me back up. So yeah. I'm just trying. Go to McDonald's or anywhere. That's the thing. I applied to McDonald's, and, they don't and they didn't, no one calls me back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you able to go into the business, or you can't go there now because of the Chinese thing? Yeah, I don't think I can. Go. I think that's why I, I'm not able to work, because they're just not accepting. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it might be Yeah. because of the Chinese yeah. virus, but it's starting to open back up. Yeah. So You're I'm not a lazy like, person, right? No, I love I. I'd be ready to leave every day just to go yes. look at the sky or something. Right on. Yeah. You can't wait to move away from Mama. Uh, actually, no. I'm. I'm. I mean, I know I'm not. Have to don't move let her when day. you get married. Don't let her come over. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> she. <laughs> you 
satisfied. No, she's coming. She's coming. I'm yeah. so coming. Are you crazy? <laughs> you listen to my show, right? I listen to your show. Okay. That's what I said. I said, okay, y'all, we got to breathe because this man is going to tell dudes. I mean, I don't like him. <laughs> your mom, you hate your mama? We don't hate your mama. And the mama ain't trying to. Is your mama living? My mom's not living. She uh, passed. Both my parents passed. Have you been able to forgive? Because your mama was a whopper snapper. She was a whopper snapper, yeah. yes. And I'm she trying to learn. know her mother. Right, right. And I'm trying to learn everything I was taught so I don't. Forgive your mother? I and, forgive and her, I think. But how do you forgive them? Like, you, you say I forgive them, right? And then. No. What? You forgive them. <laughs> you forgive them by getting to know yourself. And you'll see within you what's driving you. You'll see a warfare between good and evil happening. And that it makes you do things you don't want to do. Right. Yes. And you can't help yourself. Can't help yourself. Right. And so that is the spirit that was in your mother. And when when she made you angry, it was passed on to you. So you became like your mother. But if you realize you can't help yourself, it will help you to realize your mother couldn't help herself. And that will cause you to forgive her. I do realize that, and I do forgive her for that. I do. Yeah. I forgive her because she was a victim of some things. Yeah, her so mother she, did it to her. Her mama did her, and then so yeah. I'm trying to break the generation curse. So that's why I tell them, tell me the truth, yeah. because I'll be in denial, walking around here thinking everything hunky dory, right? And we really tripping, you that's know. Right. <laughs> so you know, and and that's and that's right. what they see. If I snap, the Holy Spirit will show me, like you. You tripping, you know. He don't say, you know. But in my head, you tripping. So I will stop and pray because I want to get this well, thing if right. You, over, you forgive your mother and forgive your father for not protecting you from your mother. Mm-hmm. You will always be in prayer. Yeah, I know. You will always meaning that you won't be in your head mm-hmm. because all thoughts are lies. Yes. You won't be emotional mm-hmm. because you're not going to live in your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And you will be in prayer. And you will never yell at them with anger. You'll raise your voice sometime, but it won't be anger, and they will be able to tell the difference. Right. Okay. Right? But you got to forgive. Is your father living? No, my father passed before well, my mother. Well, forgive your father. He could not handle your mother. He could not handle my mother. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It was sad. It was sad. And my father, he had five careers. Like, he, he, he accomplished so much, but he couldn't handle my mother. Right. You know? Yeah. And he didn't protect us from her. So I forgive them both because right they both was victims, raised in a victim mentality, and yep. with their father, um, he's a victim, but he hasn't he hasn't he hasn't found nothing yet to get him to open up right. right. You know, he ain't ready. But make sure you don't keep his children away from I him. I don't keep. I'm gonna tell you how deep it is. I couldn't keep his children away. From, I don't want to repeat the mother right. and the father thing. That's so right. mine is so deep where I won't even <laughs> conversate with the father because I don't got me and him. You know, it'll bring me back something. You know, I got to forgive him too. I'm trying to work. I'm forgiving. So, you know, but I don't, <laughs> I don't talk. You know? Amazing. Yeah, forgive him because you knew what you were getting when you got involved. Yeah. You knew he was weak, but you loved the intention that he gave you. You loved the control you had over him. So you knew what you were getting. I totally knew. And now I feel bad because you got to, un- you can't, it's like I got this rock right here and I don't know how to play with the rock, you know? I don't know, so I don't talk because I don't want to um, make his anger rise, you know. I, I don't want them to see none of that. Yeah. And I don't want to put any of my feelings on them. So even when they talk to me, I too much don't even give my opinion because yeah. 
I, I, how do you win in this thing? I know what I had. So, I, and I know what I was. I, I wasn't innocent. You know, we right. both was wrong. Yep. So That's now right. we just wrong. And I'm trying to get out of the wrong and do better by the children. And I, I don't know. I can't speak on Do the him. silent prayer, my silent prayer video. What is that? It's on YouTube. <laughs> I keep hearing people say so, the silent prayer. And I'm yeah. listening like. So what happened prayer? is, you know, God said, be still and know him. Mm-hmm. Know that he's God. Yeah. When you do the silent prayer, you're going to calm down so God can take over. He's going to bring the real you out of your head because all thoughts are lies, right? Right. And angry people live in their thoughts. Mm -hmm. So he's going to separate you from that, and you're going to have perfect love. And then you'll see how to deal with your kids without even trying. It'll be natural. So do the silent prayer and doubt every thought, and you'll be fine. Thank you. All right? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. And listen, so you 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 haven't you don't have a boyfriend, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Good. I want you to know, make sure you don't have sex with them before marriage. Yeah, I'm that's why I'm just gonna wait for Jesus, you know, God to bring me my husband. I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna get married to the wrong person yes. and then I can't divorce them because I don't wanna remarry, you know. So right, I'd right on. Wait. Well, do the silent prayer. You're 18 now. Mm-hmm. And, and speak up, but don't resent. And when you do start dating, no sex. Mm-hmm. Just you'll get to know him. Yeah. He'll get to know you. And if it doesn't work out, then you'll be able to walk away from it yeah. without being and all emotional ties. tied to it and yeah. stuff. And children, when they don't grow up close to their fathers, they're looking for love. They're looking for the love mm-hmm. of a father. Yeah. And instead, the guy's taking advantage of them. Yeah. So... Don't do that. Mm-hmm. All right? All right. Thank you. Okay. And before you leave, give Hermes your name and number, because sometimes we get people looking for employers. Mm-hmm. And uh, if something come up, we'll let you know. Okay. Thank you so much. All right? Oh, amazing. So you call your dad, man, and let him know you miss him and you want to see him and stuff like that. All right? Don't hold back. He doesn't realize how much you need him. Okay? All right. Any questions? Any, do you disagree with any of that? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Okay. And so this whole Jesus being God thing, you have to be careful what you believe. And most people, most, 99.999.99, but not all the time, 99, but not all, only believe that Jesus is God because somebody else said it. Either when they were young or they trusted some people Somebody reading the Bible, and they said that in the moment that they heard it, they believed it. And that's why it's hard to unbelieve it, because they think by not believing it, it's going to hurt them in a way. It's best to know that you don't believe, because I have atheists call my show, and they don't believe. It's best to know you don't believe, that you think that you do believe and don't believe. It's best to know that, all right? And you'll see for yourself who he is. It's going to be amazing. It really will. Oh, boy, I got so many hands. So since he's new, and he's Esteban's friend, and he'll be leaving, going to Florida tomorrow, I want, let me go to him. Did I come to you? Okay. What's Um, your name, Joseph? Joseph. He even got a Bible name. (laughs) Um, But don't the Mexicans, all the Mexicans give their sons and daughters holy names, right? (laughs) This is my daughter, Mary. 
This is my son, Joseph. This is Paul. Hey, Sue, this is Jesus. All right. Um, so I'm, I'm actually in agreement with him and her that Jesus is God. It's what? It's God. And why? Because the scripture says so. Let me hear it. You, you found one that says that? Oh, well, it's everywhere, but I'm going to just give you just one. But, of, like, okay, but I, yeah, I see you have the Bible. And Did I, you I'll, find something that said it and, right now? And I'll go with the New and Old Testament. Okay. So, yeah. so um, in the Old Testament, you know, it says in Isaiah 42, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. That's um, 42.8. And then, and so does that say he's God? No, that means... He doesn't share his glory with anyone, right? I don't know. That's what it says right But there. does it mean he's God? No, we're talking about God right now. Oh, that what God said yeah, that? Yeah, that's what God oh, says. Oh, not Jesus said that, right? No, but we're so talking about... So do you believe Jesus is God? Yeah. But you just said God said that. Did Jesus say that or God? God, God said that through uh, Isaiah. Oh, God said that through Isaiah. Where yeah. was Jesus at the time? He was with the Father. He was already existing beforehand. Oh, he hadn't come yet. Yeah, but he was already existing. He didn't come to the earth. He was already existing? Yeah, existing. What does that mean? From the beginning of time. He was a what? Oh, already existent. Yeah. Oh, I thought he said he was assisting him. No, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. And then, and then we go to uh, John seventeen five, And now, O oh, Father, glorif- glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you. Before the world was. So he was already existing. And right there he's saying so to... So Jesus was saying that he was already with God? Yeah. Before the world began? Yeah. And so if he was with God, how did that make him God? Because he shares the same deity. He just says he shares his glory with no one. And right here he's saying... Maybe I don't understand because he's, he's, he's not saying speaking English. Glorify me together yeah, with I mean, yourself. Ask, come and help your friend. Interpret. <laughs> So you understand what he said? Uh, and no, no, how it's just you, yeah. you speak worse English than I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not understanding. What is he saying? That Jesus already existed in the Old Testament. That's basically what, what he's saying. He was with God somewhere. Yeah. And so how does that make him God? Because there's only one God. If I'm with you, you I'm not Esteban. Right? Because there's only one God. Right. There's only one God. Right. Jesus so that God. makes that makes him together with God. What the? Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe you should cancel your trip to Florida. No. And do the silent prayer for a week. No. I'm playing. no. <laughs> so Jesus said in that he's with God. And to and you says, that make him God. And even says. Um, but why would God. Glorify if, me together with yourself. But God right, right here said he shares his glory with no one. Yes, ma'am. I was going to say. Um, oh, hold on one minute. This is so much fun, right? I was just going to say to refer to John 14, uh, 7 through 21. So you didn't work. No, I mean the whole scripture works. Just, I'm just giving you one. <laughs> but, but listen, hold, hold your thought one minute. You're saying that Jesus said he was with God, right? But if he was God, why did he say, I'm God? He doesn't have to. He, he, just, show, he, just, pro- he just has to prove it. What? 
He just has to prove it. Where in the Bible does it say, I am not God? It never said that he was God. He said that he and his father won. Right. Remember that? And right. that my father in me, he does the work. Right. So if he were God, why would he say, I'm, I'm, I'm here and I'm doing all this? But it doesn't also say. And why would he say me the Bible and my doesn't father? Also... Doesn't that even imply that he has a father? Yeah. So do you think God has a father too? No. And so is God Jesus' father? They have different roles. Is God Jesus' father? Yeah. So if he's his father, how can he be God? Because they have three different roles. That's, it's, to the human eyes now, you don't understand it. Because, you know. I do understand it. You're, you're taking it in the, in the fleshly sense. What? You think God doesn't want you to be clear? You think he doesn't want you to understand? Of course. But why would he have you confused about that? What do you mean confused? Whether he's God or not. Well, Whether Jesus is God or not. It clearly says it everywhere. Oh. It, well, it so says, boy, you ever, even, who, even Thomas called him my Lord and my God. But does the Lord mean God? No. But he also said and God. My Lord and my God. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. And then we got to move on. Cause this is so good. Listen, we need a town hall on this, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Ma'am. I was just going to say to refer to John fourteen seven through twenty one. It's kind of lengthy, but right after Jesus says, um, Thomas asking the Lord Jesus, um, after Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but through me." Then he says, "If you had known me, you would." have known my father also. Yes. From now on, you know him and have seen him. And it keeps going. And he, you know, it's really lengthy, so I don't want to read it. So do you, are you saying you believe Jesus God? No. I rest my case. <laughs> Joseph. Yeah. I rest my case. Ooh, you let, the, you let Mary show you up. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change my mind. <laughs> right. I'm not trying to. It's no. best that you don't change your mind, because if I can convince you, you're just gonna believe me, like you believe, I believe whomever the word. taught you that, right? No, the and word. So, says it. so. Um, he said, "I'm Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, okay. the one who was dead and now is alive." So don't believe me, though. You either see it for yourself or you don't. Right. All right. I don't want to convince you, because if someone can convince you, then you only believe it because they said it. And not that you see it yourself. Right. And it not, won't help you. Right. I mean, the word's not my opinion. It's already written. That's what you think. <laughs> so you don't, believe, somebody else you don't believe this is God's you word? The Bible. You don't believe this is God's word? The Bible? Yeah. Do I believe the Bible is God's word? No. Then who are you believing? The Bible is the word from God, but God's word lives inside of you in the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, but you give us instructions. Right, and that's what the Bible is. It's like a right. map. So it comes from his mouth. No, it came from his, he gave some people some wisdom, and, and they brought the word and told you and wrote it down and everything. And that's what happens when men wake up now, they're going to become wise, and they too are going to spread the word. But they won't be God. They'll be inspired, but not God. Yeah, this is God's inspired word. If it says it in a- what the... It says it in Peter. The men were inspired by God. 
Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Okay, just believe that, okay? Hold on, don't, don't let me convince you. you see, you're married too, right? Yeah. Oh, you'll see. You're going to see. Okay, just hold on to what you believe until you see differently. That makes sense? I can say the same thing to you. <laughs> right, absolutely. Yeah, so it's like back and forth. No. <laughs> Any other questions about anything? Um, well, about the anger part, um, you know, Jesus never sinned. And yet he flipped tables and was angry. Are you, you have anger? No, I don't have anger. You don't have any anger at all? No. You never get angry? Not really. I'm sorry? No. You never get angry? Like, what do you mean, like driving or something? Like, I get angry? See, you can tell when they lie. <laughs> now you're like, you, you mean driving? <laughs> do you ever get angry? Yeah. And did you know that any man that has anger is a woman? Can you repeat that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that any male that has anger is a woman? What makes you say that? Because it's not natural for men to be angry. They're in a fallen state. That's why they must be born again. That anger comes from your mother. This is what? <laughs> the book of Jesse. Yeah, this is the book of Jesse. Okay, so it's not the book of... This is, what's the new book called? Tick... Ten Commandments. It says, be oh, angry yes. and do not let the sun fall down on your head. Number various. <laughs> so, whenever, but, but, but so what, what about the anger of Jesus? If you're angry like a woman. But what about the anger of Jesus Christ? He wasn't angry like it was a, he Yeah, the righteous anger. Right, discernment. Right. So he didn't have that emotion like you feel. Because he was not in a fallen state. Once you're born again of God, you're going to overcome your mother. You're born of the flesh. And then when you get older, you, you should be born of the spirit, which is returned to the father. So you should overcome your mother. Otherwise, your wife is going to rule. <laughs> is she already ruling? No. Are you the head of your wife? Yes. Okay. I want to meet your wife before you leave. Oh. Uh, she's home. <laughs> okay. I, you want me to drive over? I don't know. This is important. Well, that's about when you take him back, ask his wife, and he's the head of her. The scripture says that God will keep perfecting us. Well, but you must be born again for of that course. to happen. Of course. I'm sorry? Of course. Have you been born again of God? Yes. And so you, how, why do you still have anger if you are of love? Because we're not perfect. See you there? We'll we'll have our Why glorified we'll perfect? have our glorified bodies once we're in heaven. What? <laughs> what did you say? You heard me. I didn't hear you know. <laughs> now he embarrassed to say it again. You, what, what we'll you have say? we'll have glorified bodies in heaven. Oh, so you're gonna wait until then? No, but but we're but God is perfecting us here on earth. How is He perfecting you if you're not born of Him? Well, you, if you're born in him, that's when he's working on you. But you're not born of him. Yes, you are. 
I said, you're not. I'm not? No. Okay. Well, God knows, God knows me. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, God. Oh, he told me to tell you, if you still have anger, you're not of him. Anger is of the devil. So what? He said, that's why Jesus came, so you can overcome the devil. And anyone who has anger is of their father, the devil. But you said anger is like hatred. So what? You said anger is like you're having hate towards someone? Y- yes. I don't have hate. Hatred is I don't judgment. have hate towards people. So you just get angry for no reason? Like if I do a mistake, probably, yeah? You myself, get, I'm myself. You get angry at yourself? But then, obviously, I, you th- I, Do you get angry at yourself? Not like... Not like... Be quiet, I'm going to kill myself, no? <laughs> you get angry at yourself? Not like... Not like I want to kill myself, no? Do you get angry at yourself? No. You just said you did. But not like in the way that I want to... Like... Kill myself, you know. But you do get angry at yourself. Right now my conscience is clear. <laughs> what the? <laughs> One last time. Because I got time to play. Do you get angry at yourself? <laughs> no. Well, which is the truth? What do you mean by angry at myself? Oh, Lord. I need a drink. <laughs> Um, you know how you say you get angry at yourself sometimes, right? When you make a mistake or something, you say it? Yeah, but I don't let it, like, overtake me. But if you were of God, would it even be a part of you? It says that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If any, if any man says he never sinned, he's a liar. And did any man say that he's never sinned? Yeah. Who? It says in the Bible, if any man said that they never sinned, then they're I know, liars. But have you heard any man say that he's never sinned? No. Well, will you, why are you telling me about that then? Hmm? <laughs> why are you quoting that then? Because he's saying that if, I, if I'm angry at myself just because of something and I let it go, <laughs> then I'm not of God. Which right. Which I understand, like, you got to put that aside, you got to repent of it. I agree with that. But it doesn't take away that, that you're a child of God anymore. What do you mean? You can't serve two. Why no? That's why you got to repent. Oh, you can serve two gods? No. What do you mean, why not? I said no. Right. So you're serving two God because sometimes you're angry and sometimes you're not, right? That's why you have to repent. See, then in church did this. Did you grow up a Catholic or something? I grew up as Catholic, but I, uh-huh. I came out. You're just I came, like the Pope. I came out of the Catholic. <laughs> I but became I born again. I because of time, but I totally understand it. And just believe what you believe and see how far that gets you. Okay. All right? And I do appreciate you now. Okay. okay. I appreciate you having me here. Yeah, anytime, man. All right? Hi. A friend of Esteban is a friend of mine. Yes, uh, the young lady, did you have a question or anything? No. Oh, is this your first time? Oh, okay. All right. Did you have your hand? Oh, and then right here. All right. I'm sorry. What? 
Oh, man, I got somebody wanting to talk about. Okay, real fast. If I were you, I wouldn't miss my time. <laughs> you might not get another one. So I would take advantage of the moment. Gotcha. Beta. So, <laughs> so uh, two weeks ago, you told me to forgive my mom and dad. Yes. And so I had. Oh, you did it? Yes, I did. What happened? So I forgave my mom like straight up. I told her I forgive you. And she laughed at me and she told me, did you went to church? And so, and so, she told you she went to church? No, she told me that did you went to church. And I said, yeah. Oh, she asked you, did you go to church? Yeah. Right. And uh, she understood what, what she meant, what I meant. And then uh, then days after, I told my dad the same thing. And I noticed when I, t- when I told him that I forgive him, it's like he was relieved. Yeah. And he Absolutely. patted me and he said, thank you. Thank you. Right on. Man, fathers love their children. It's so amazing. And so everything is going better for you now? Yes. So uh, my parents, you know, I love both my parents, and my parents know that that I actually love them because I told them that I, I forgive them. Yes. It's, it's one thing to say that, I, that I'm praying to forgive them, and right. it's another to tell them in person. That's right. Amazing, man. We'll do the silent prayer. Stay with that. Doubt every thought, and it's going to be amazing. Thank it gets you. better and better. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Oh, and then the phone call, James. And then I want to just at least try with this. This is so good. Yes. Um, all I wanted to say was that I do believe that Lord is not God. So when Jesus refers to himself as Lord, it's not the same. Um, Jesus refers to God as Father. I, I believe God is my Heavenly Father, and Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Yeah. But even in Scripture, it talks about how they're just both different entities. Um, Jesus may have, um, you know, he may be, he is divine, right? So you think about it, Jesus is like you and me in the flesh. He's got 23 chromosomes. He's a male. He's got an X from Mary and the Y from, you know, the Holy Spirit for the Father. So, yes, he was able to perform all these miracles, but he is um, not God. So, okay. Yeah. Jesus said that he had to go off and seek the Father's will. So if Jesus is God, why he got to go over there to find out what the Father wants? And he is the Father. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of smoke on it. All right? Yes, James. Okay, I have William in Montana asking, is there an unforgivable sin? William in Montana. William, welcome to church. Hey, William? Yes. Welcome to church. Thank you for having me, Jesse. Yes, sir. And so what's your question for me? Is there an unforgivable sin? I've forgiven my mom. Um, I forgave my dad and everything. And I do your silent prayer, not at night. I do it in the morning. Because I called in before. I told you uh, I'm kind of a drinker. So I don't do the silent prayer at night, but I do it in the mornings. Are you too drunk to do it at night? William, do you get too drunk to do it at night? 
Yeah, I don't do it at night. Because, because you're drunk? Usually drinking by the time I go to bed. Oh, okay. What time do you start drinking at night? Uh, depends on the day of the week. If uh, it's work days, because I never miss work, I start drinking at about four in the afternoon, and on my days off, I can start drinking at between ten and noon. In the morning. Yeah. What the? That's not at night. Yeah. So why? Why, <laughs> why can't I overcome? You so drunk? You think noon is night? But listen, no, William, noon and like. So when you ask noon there, in the morning. when you ask is there any unforgiving sin? What do you mean? What's your why? Why do you ask that? Like, is there something? Uh, the reason I'm asking is because I've done what you said. You know, I forgave my parents and everything. I've even, I think I've forgiven myself, but I still have these vices. Oh, like drinking and things like that? Yeah. Okay. Drinking, Will smoking, you? and chewing okay. tobacco. That's enough. Because you know how men, men be telling all the little dirty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to stop before you get too deep. <laughs> so, William, listen, don't make the vices a big deal. The most important thing is that you must be born again. And once you forgive... God will forgive you because you're no longer playing God, and he will draw you in, and all those vices things will fall away. Don't judge yourself for it. It's enough to know you want to stop doing it, but no, don't make it a big deal. And just be aware, like in the evening, be aware of the thought that's telling you you need a drink. Oh, it's time for a drink, right? And just be aware of that, and if you do it, don't make it a big deal. Eventually, it'll fall away. It's the soul that's more important than the body. So God is not holding that against you. Don't hold it against yourself, all right? You'll be fine. William? Yeah. Do you understand that? Um, I guess kind of. I mean... Why don't judge yourself with drinking? Why these aren't falling away? If I've like I've forgiven everybody that I can think of that's done me wrong, right? Which, but don't judge yourself with drinking. Those little things that you're still doing, you only did those things because you were separated from God and you're trying to find something, a false god to make you feel better. That's why you were drinking and sexing and doing all that stuff. But once you were born again of God, those things will fall away. Just be patient. All right. So I'm on the right path then. Absolutely. Don't judge yourself. You understand? So I can forgive others, but I can still be in this fallen state because I'm judging myself for what I'm doing? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you're judging yourself, and you're not allowed to even judge yourself because anyone who has anger is judging and anyone who judges is playing God, and as long as you play God, you will not know God. So stop judging yourself. The sin is playing God, not the drinking or the sex sin. Those are the things that will fall away and you'll have self-control. But the sin is playing God. And most people don't know that. They think the sin is the alcohol, the sex, and all that. So stop judging yourself. That's what I've been told. Yeah, you've been lied to. By other alcoholics. <laughs> but it's not a big deal. It's the soul. It's the spirit. All right? 
So all I have to do is stop judging myself and I can get over these vices. 100%. And I do that just by continually doing the silent prayer. Do, doing the, do the silent prayer. Be aware of the thoughts and let them pass. Because the only way you're drinking now is because a thought tells you, oh, it's time for a drink. Or you're going to have a steak dinner and say, you need some wine with that steak. And you, you hear the voice and sound like your voice and, and, and the steak dinner is good. A little wine won't hurt, right? But then you find yourself drunk. <laughs> so it's the thought. So let the thoughts pass and you'll be fine. But stop judging yourself. Then why am I getting called crazy by my family who, like, I've tried to tell them, like you were saying, and tried to point them to what you're saying, but not judging yourself? Because my mom's an alcoholic, and I try to tell her about forgiving your parents and everything, because my grandpa, he'll probably be dead in a couple of days, and I'm trying to get my mom to forgive my grandpa the same what? way I forgave her. But William, you can't make William over her alcoholism. You can't make them overcome. You become an example and let them suffer and die. What do you mean by when? uh, Because I've heard you say that before. What do you mean by when you say uh, let them suffer and die? Because anyone who has not been born of the Spirit is dying, and you can't make someone believe the truth. They have to want it. They have to be seeking it. So you just have to let them suffer. Maybe they'll cry out to God. Maybe not. Well, then I guess that's where I feel I'm at. I feel like I'm suffering and dying. So what now? I feel like I'm suffering and dying because I'm not overcoming these vices that I have. And I've well, been stop judging you. yourself. I you forgive want. my parents about... Hey, William. Stop judging yourself. Yes. Call me on the show. I got a rumor. Stop judging yourself about those things. They will be taken away from you. All right, thank you. I don't mean to hold you up anymore. So what? I said thank you. I don't mean to hold you up anymore. Can you call so. me on the radio show? I have a couple times. I'll definitely try again. Okay, keep trying, but stop judging yourself about those things, all right? Okay. And then you'll see they'll fall away. One day you go for the bottle and you just won't have the appetite. It'll be gone. All right? Well, I look forward to that day then. Okay. <laughs> Call me again, will you? Yes, sir. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Um, you know, so many hands with so little time. How, I know. White privilege. So let me. I, anybody here for the first time that I haven't gotten to? Okay. All right. Let me do this real fast. I want some feedback on this. Uh, my biblical question The president has chosen a woman to replace for the Supreme Court. But my biblical question is, should the president choose a man or a woman for the Supreme Court? What do you say? Speak to the mic for me. I'm sorry. Probably the man, but 
in this day and age, I feel like the women that are educated probably could do as well, but they have the extra um, emotional that some of these men that would be uh, good politicians wouldn't have. So you, you believe it should be a woman? I think it could be either if, the, if that woman is the same um, mental capacity as the man, but knowing that she might have female instincts to have emotion. And so you believe it should be a woman? Or it could a man? be either. I'm sorry? It could be either. It could be either. Okay. Okay, let me ask a gunman in a white t shirt and then here. I don't, I don't think the scripture uh, probably would be okay with, uh, with that because. Uh, with what? With a woman being. Do you believe being the enough. president should replace, put a man there or a woman? With with him choosing a woman, just from a biblical standpoint, a woman's not supposed to have authority over a man. I believe that woman would be in a pretty high position of authority over a lot of men. So which one you think you believe he should pick, a man or a woman? I think the scripture would indicate that it should be a man. Well, which one you believe he should pick? I believe what scripture says. But what do you, I'm sorry? I believe what scripture says. And what's that? That a woman should not have authority over a man. Okay, so you believe he should pick a man for it? Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I believe he should be a man, 100%. And why? Because um, they're, like he says, uh, women are not good with authority. So yeah. what now? Go- women are not good with oh, positions okay. of authority because of their emotions. And mostly because she has seven kids at home. And I'm also thinking, like, why is she going to have seven kids at home not taking care of her kids? Um, it, it's just, it doesn't make sense. But I think Donald Trump is doing it to, like, appeal to people, which I don't, I think is wrong. Okay. And, uh, yeah. What do you think? Please. Yeah, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> should the president choose a man or a woman? I think he should choose a man. Um, I, I and Why? Because a man should be in authority over the women. Okay. I feel like the women need to be at home. I'm like old-fashioned, so I'm like the Right. And then I feel like Donald Trump is doing it to appease, like she said, to the people. Um, just like when he wore the mask, like his whole term, he never wore a mask. And I think somebody in the cabinet probably was like, you better put a mask on. These people, okay. you stress, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, I, no. So I believe it should be a man, too. The president was speaking at a rally the other day, and he said, I got to pick someone, and I'm paraphrasing, I got to pick someone for the U.S. Supreme Court, and it got to be a woman. It got to be a woman. How many of you believe it should be a woman? And everybody went, yeah, right on, the men and the women. How many of you believe it should be a man? No one said anything. He's like, oh, you cowards. Look at the men, all cowardly men. And he made a point because men are afraid to speak up when it comes to women issues. And that's the most, and I know why, because they have not overcome the spirit of the mother. Now they would say, oh, I'm afraid of losing a job. I'm afraid of this. But once you are born again of God, you overcome your mother's spirit. And now you return to the spirit of God. You have no fear. So you will not be afraid of anything. You wouldn't use the excuse, I'm afraid of losing my job, or I'm afraid of losing friends. 
because you will have no fear. In God, there is no fear. And you know that he will provide for you. All right. So you got to overcome the spirit of the woman. Then you will have no fear. That makes sense. So he and then another thing, too, I think is awful. This woman has seven children. What is she doing in a courthouse? She should be at home. She should be at home watching over that man's children. What is she doing in a courthouse? That's why I said you should not marry educated women. They don't make for good wives and good mothers. Are you guys dating? You ma- is she educated? Oh, good. <laughs> where did you find her at? Well, not at, but where did you find her? Kind of a strange story. We uh, not sure. We met in eighth grade, just kind of briefly. We didn't start dating till we were at separate schools her senior year. Um, we ended up my dad's best friend through childhood was dating her aunt for many years, and we ended up finding out, and it kind of just brought us close together. And right on, it was so meant to be. <laughs> what do you think about Ruth Ginsburg? Pick. I mean, Pick? Oh. Ruth might be picking straight out of hell. <laughs> oh, I want that one. Yes. Her replacement. Well, the first thing she got should it be a man or a woman. Um. At first, I said a man. Then, when she got nominated her replacement I came home from work and he was watching it um, not live but the replay of her speech yes um, and then my first question to him was what is how does she do all that having all those kids seven children and two are black yeah and two are adopted what is she doing with black children <laughs> and they're from Africa or somewhere yeah. where Haiti, of all yeah. places. Well, they couldn't find any black kids down in Watts. <laughs> or Washington, D.C. She didn't have to go to Haiti. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> so I don't, um, I hope, I wish, I, I wish her the best. Um, but of course, there's going to be some things that she'll end up doing that people won't like, um, but I don't know. We'll see. No kids are going to turn out as nutty as a fruitcake. Mm-hmm. Just imagine your mother at work, your father at work, and now you drop them off at some babysitter, whatever they're doing with them. Mm-hmm. Seven kids, the mother should be home. Yeah. This is thought. insane. And everybody praising her like she's so wonderful and all that. We shouldn't go along with that. Look at all these other, we just had the woman, the spokeswoman for President Trump. Remember her daughter went online and said, my mom and dad are crazy. <laughs> Who was her name? Kelly yeah, Kelly Ann. And that was one child. Just imagine how nutty seven going to be. And then two of them are black from Haiti. Yes, Hermes. What? And she has one child with Dow syndrome, the youngest one. That's a weak beta man she's married to. Isn't that pitiful? That's what's wrong with the world. We got to come back to order. 
Oh, we tweeted out. She got her, when she came out the other day, she went to the van. And all these kids, and she drove her own car. But we later found out that there was a the video showed that the man got into a different car. Thank God. I was so happy to see that. He got into He has an SUV, and she has the minivan thing. So you can see him and the two older boys, seem to be older, going to the car, his car. And then he went around and got in his uh, the driver's seat. I'm like, thank God. I'm like, I don't know what you come for, but I came to praise. There you go. <laughs> so, yes, ma'am, real fast. I got it in now. It's just really quick, and it's been a question that has been having in my, I have in my head this week. On okay. What is the purpose of a woman that can't have a kid? Because the main purpose of a woman is to be a wife, take care of the children, cook, clean, and stuff like that. Yes. What is the purpose of a woman that cannot have kids? To suffer. No, she can adopt. She can get married. She can adopt kids. So would you say that that's the correct way to adopt when yeah. you can't? But when you do have capability to have a kid, it's kind of like it doesn't make sense to adopt? Or If you can't have kids? Yeah. No, why are you adopting if you can have all your babies? You yeah. want Because kids want their natural parent. You know, so if you can have all the babies, just have all the babies. You don't need to be adopting. Yeah, okay. All right? <laughs> and... Uh, I don't understand why. When I see her, I'm going to ask, why did you adopt two black children from Haiti and you're not even staying home with the rest of yours? I don't understand that. And I, can, I don't know this woman, but I can look at her and tell she is difficult to deal with. Did y'all see her walking out of that house? So, so what? Uh-uh. That ain't, that's not the word that came to my mind. My favorite word came up. <laughs> I won't use it now. <laughs> but my favorite, when she came out of the house and she was all walking like she on, on the road, I was like, uh-huh, that word came. <laughs> Yesterday, oh, let me just ask real fast, how, how are you doing? You know that stuff you talked about, you mentioned to me? Oh, yes. <laughs> and I don't want to get all into it, but yes. did, did you make a decision? Did y'all make a decision about that? Yes, we did. It, well, it, the, we didn't. We just talked about, um, I just ex talked the truth to him and say, hey, this is. You did what now? I just speak up the truth, like you told me. Yeah. And, yeah, that's it. We didn't got into any um, agreements, I guess. So you're not going to have to do you're that? You're going to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to put your little business out there. <laughs> Oh, it's not? Oh, so you don't mind if I ask a word about it? Yeah. Look at you all proud. <laughs> what? You're just asking if I want to have more kids. Well, it's, it's a wait and see attitude. Oh. Yeah, that's so, it, what we got in. It's just going to be wait and see. But for did now. you tell her to do what she told me you told her to do? No, I didn't tell her to do that. Oh, you didn't tell her to do that? No, I said, I said if you don't want to have kids, then that, that's the, you would get your tubes tied. No. But if you have your kids, it can get reversed. That's if not I, what you if said. I do it, if I do it, oh, I didn't say. That. What did I say? Because it was it was different. It was first we speak because at the beginning of the pregnancy, it was super sick, and I was emotional, yeah. and I was like, I don't want to have any more kids. Yeah. And then I bring his to his attention that I actually do want to have more kids, and he says, um, and then he said, No, I don't. But I don't want to. And I was like, Okay, but 
then I won't get my tubes tied, like we said, because, you know, like, that's not what I want. And he's like, then what do you want to do about it? Do you want to have more kids then? Like, what does that mean? And and then I I was like, wait, what do you want me to get my tubes tied? Like, you can do yours. And then I think he thought my tube ties is easier for me than for him to get whatever he has to do for not well, having more kids. Why don't you tie your tubes? <laughs> yeah, like some, I told him that, and want, then he's like... You don't want more kids. Because she's so young, she's just starting out. You already have a family. She may one day, you may die. She may want to have a family. Why don't you tie your tubes? I didn't think about that. What? Yeah. Well, they, they said... Well, they said I could tie it. I could tie it. Well, I, it doesn't really matter. I don't even care about it anymore, but... It was literally like a, it was a thought that came up, and I said, oh, this, that, that, and then I said, yeah, whatever. I don't even care about it anymore. Oh. Yeah, so now we're waiting and seeing what's going to happen. Like, so are you okay now? Yeah, I'm fine. Are you relaxed? Because you're pregnant. Are you, like, relaxed now? And yeah, I'm extremely relaxed, actually. Yeah, don't stress her out for the next nine months. Okay? No, no, I, I, that wasn't even my issue. I, we, that was like, I didn't even care about that. It was just... Yeah. She but was, she was taking it seriously. Yeah, but yeah. she takes everything seriously. Oh. <laughs> For well, me, it's like well, not a big deal. I was taking it seriously because I knew that he didn't want to have more kids, and I do want to have more kids. But then I no, was I, like, I don't even know I if don't... I do or not. So well, I didn't thing. knew that you didn't knew you because you said that you didn't. I didn't know that you didn't know. Yeah, because he said he didn't. Black, That's what black. he told me. He never, <laughs> no, the thing is that he never told me, I don't know. He told me, I do not want to have more kids. Then when we talk, after I talk to you, that's when he told me, I actually don't know. So that's when he changed his mind on me. And then that's when I'm like, okay, like, now I'm chill. Because now you're telling me you don't know. That makes me happier. Because maybe probably in the future you will see that it makes sense. Or, you know, or I don't even know. So I'm not stressed about it. And even if he wouldn't say that he doesn't, did not want to have kids, I wouldn't stress because I'm trying to have perfect peace. Yeah, leave her alone, man. Sit down. <laughs> don't make jokes. <laughs> don't make suggestions. Wait until the baby comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she can't handle all that right now. Yeah, yeah, Okay. All right. All right. And go get your tube tied. <laughs> like, no. You can undo yours. I thought it was the opposite. That's why I said it. No, men can I undo those things. My, I have a buddy that did that, and he said that it's, it's hard for him to undo it. But for women, you can't easier. undo it. Yeah, that's why I said that. It was uh, not even a big, it literally wasn't even that big a deal. All right, but don't suggest that for your wife. yeah. You just make babies. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Amazing. So my brand new biblical question, because I'm out of time here. My brand new biblical question. Before I tell you that, no men's form to, uh, this week on the first, because we're going to Florida. I was speaking at an event down in Florida on uh, Miami, not Miami, but Orlando on uh, Friday and Saturday. And I'll be back for Sunday church. I'm coming back Saturday night. But we're speaking at an event, and you can check that out on the website. All right? So my brand-new biblical question, and it's for the young man in the white shirt. <laughs> what is the glass ceiling for a woman, and why does it need to be broke or broken? They always talk about breaking the glass ceiling. Like they were saying, it's done. They said Ruth Bader, I mean Ruth Ginsburg, whatever her name is. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> whatever. They were saying that she is the first woman that's laying in a tomb somewhere, right? And she broke the ceiling. I'm like, she's dead. How is she breaking the ceiling? So my question is, 
what is the glass ceiling for a woman and why does it need to be broke? I kind of think right now it's more or less the ego. I think that uh, the world kind of, especially the fathers nowadays, they, if they have daughters, they expect them to be boys or equal yeah. to men or get more educated so you don't have to depend on a man. And I think that's just um, the stigma society's put on people that that's probably the glass ceiling. It seems more like a concrete wall <laughs> at this point. I would tell you. What is the glass ceiling? Does it need to be broken for women? I honestly never understood that. Um, and no, it does not have to be. But what is it? I, I guess just doing the same things as like men, like professionals. I, I'm assuming that's what it is, having the, like going up the ladder, the whatever ladder is. Um, I'm oh, not quite okay. sure, to be honest. I never really cared about Do those Do you know things. Cheryl? Um, it's, it's like you, okay, so you're, if you're moving up in a corporation, it's mostly business or things like, uh, breaking through the first woman to do this. So you're going up the ladder and they, you can only go so far. You can see that there is further for you to go. You want to go further. So that's the glass because you can see through it, but you can't. It's a ceiling because you can't get through it. So they see some glass up there? No, it's not. They call it a glass ceiling because, yeah, you can no. see, you can see that people are up there. You can see you want to do it, like like the president of a company. Okay, see, like I'm a director. I want to be a VP, and then I want to be senior VP. Then I want to be the CEO. So you can see that there's, you can go that you can go further, but they won't let you. So you can see that's the glass, and the ceiling is they won't let you up. So you keep bumping your head. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's my biblical question for this week: the glass ceiling. Uh, interesting. And the reason I uh, came up with that, I hear all of them talking about this game burn woman, how she broke the glass ceiling and all that. But that woman was no good. She was a stone liberal. She supported abortion and everything that's wrong. And they praised her like she was sent by the Pope. And plus, she was, what did she, I heard this morning, well, maybe I better not say that. Because Irma's going to yell at me. But she's going to yell at me. See, he pushing me down his head, right? <laughs> no, say it. I hear Satan. Say it, say it. I heard this morning that she was a liberal Jew. Is that true? Huh? I didn't know she was Jewish. And a liberal, no wonder. <laughs> because liberal Jews think like liberal everybody else. They have no values. And no wonder she left a message, don't pick another one until after the election. Because she's a liberal Jew. She thinks she'd run the world. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> See, now I'm shaking her head. <laughs> this is what I heard. All right? So listen, so that's my biblical question. No meeting this week, guys, uh, on the first Thursday because we'll be out of town. We will be back here for Sunday meeting if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. All right, and you can check it out on the site. Um, any other announcement, Hermes? Yeah, it's also being streamed, so the link will be up. Come out here and tell us. Get the mic. We'll have a link up on jessicleepeterson.com.
his speech will be streamed live. So, and it's Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. So one night or day, I'm talking to a group of women only, and then the next day, I'm talking to a group of men only. I think that's how it works, right? And they've got a lot of other speakers, big hitters. I'm sorry? They have a lot of other speakers in addition to you. What? Well, am I speaking I mean, am I, Chinese? Am I speaking to a group of men one day and a group of women? Yes. And so what are you saying? I'm saying that they've got a lot of other speakers as well, and the event is going to be streamed live. Oh, okay. So this is Friday and Saturday. It's on the website. All right? Uh, any questions for me about before we go? No? Do the silent prayer. For all those who believe that Jesus is God, believe it. Don't let me or anyone convince you otherwise. Because if I convince you or anyone else convince you that Jesus is the Son and not the, not the Father, then it's not going to help you because you just believe it because I said it. And that's what's wrong with the world now. People just believe stuff because somebody said it, not because they can see it themselves. All right? So you want to know for yourself that you know that you know. So do the silent prayer. Watch yourself. Speak up, but don't resent. All right? And you, you know the truth. It's already inside of you. All right? Um, so thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, share, ring the bell, and all that good stuff. Uh, what else? And thanks for your support, for your donations to Barn. I appreciate it. And thank you all, too. All right? I absolutely appreciate it. It was fun today. Do the silent prayer. Relax, and everything will be fine. All right? Thank you all for coming. Amazing. So listen.